0: Welcome back to Southern Pride Storytime on today's Monster Minute. We are going to talk about the Banshee. Now, (laughs) it's kind of funny. Okay, so long ago, funerals in Celtic Ireland and Scotland held a tradition that would seem a little strange to us now. Women called keeners would walk barefoot, hair untied, and streaming behind them, keening, screaming, crying, weeping, sobbing. In other words, these girls were a great time to have at parties and birthdays and stuff, right? No, no, but they were a great time to have at funerals apparently. The loud wailing would sound over the hills. These ominous, dramatic mourners offered a sense of catharsis to the grieving families who had lost their loved one. So, from an American perspective, we're like, okay, so you people are so buttoned up that you've got to have somebody else do the weeping and screaming for you because it's just too undignified i guess i don't know well for whatever reason it was it was very cathartic to these people to pay these women to walk around and absolutely come apart at the funerals of these people's loved ones. These women were excused from cultural norms like tying up one's hair, and often hovered kind of on the outskirts of society. More often than not, they were paid in alcohol, which gave the rest of their community a rather bleak view of them. While they did not fit in, hi Oliver, (laughs) they were respected, and a good enough keener might actually be well paid in more than booze sorry my my dog popped in for a quick kiss on the cheek and now he's gonna sit outside the door because he likes to listen to the stories he's he's hilarious I'm sorry if anybody's ever had a Newfoundland or a Newfoundland mix you, you get it they're they're very very affectionate but they're just big giant lovable fluffs anyway these mysterious women were thought to be the origin of the bane she or banshee The most traditional tales of the Banshee state that she is a fae or fairy, the last remainder of the Tuatha Dé Danann, or the old gods and spirits of Irish folklore. And despite being of Irish descent myself, I grew up in America, so I'm probably going to mispronounce a lot of kind of these Celtic and Gaelic (laughs) terms, so... Sorry, in advance, I really don't intend it as any disrespect to Irish heritage because that would be disrespecting my own heritage. And honestly, my mispronunciations in any language are not done out of disrespect, just out of, uh, (laughs) I don't even want to say ignorance, just out of an inability to bend my tongue the way I want it to, I guess. Um, Each of the ancient Irish families, typically families whose name starts with O, Mick, or Mac, no, I'm not kidding, or even trying to reinforce stereotypes, that's actually part of the myth, Um, usually had a banshee of their very own. She usually had very long red or black hair, and would be skeletally thin. Classically, they are one to four feet tall, to make it apparent that they are among the Fae, though in recent tellings, aka the last couple hundred years, they are depicted as being very, very tall and thin, rather than among the little folk. Their eyes are red from perpetual weeping, and despite their ghostly appearance in Irish mythology, the banshee literally means fairy woman and were, well, fairy woman. When a member of one of these ancient Irish families was about to die, that family's banshee will keen or scream a long, loud wail of agony. In this way, the family of the soon-to-be-deceased would know someone was about to die and begin to make funeral preparations. Later, Keening was outlawed by the Catholic Church as it was thought to be too pagan. Despite this, legends of the Quincha, sorry, or Keening Woman, or Banshee, persisted. She began to be seen as a ghost rather than a fae. And uh, as the old gods and the old legends kind of fell out of favor, people used ghost as an explanation for this particular mythical monster rather than one of the Fae. This could be the ghost of a woman who had died in childbirth, died as a victim of violence, or lived an improper life. One of these things is not like the other. Hearing or seeing multiple banshee at once was very, very, very rare and usually foretold the death of a great person or a holy person. We're talking the Pope or a king, like somebody of immeasurable greatness that was in a position that other people would be very reverent to. It's not a common occurrence. Scottish families may hear instead of a washerwoman or Ani. Instead of screaming like a banshee, the washerwoman can be found washing the blood out of clothes and armor of those who fall in battle. These are a lot more interactive than the banshee. When asked, the washerwoman will answer three questions and ask three of her own, after which the human who's having this unusual conversation would be granted a wish. I couldn't find any research as to what sorts of questions you may ask or that she may ask you in return, which is what concerned me more. I imagine there's some kind of consequence for not correctly answering the washerwoman's questions. I just couldn't find a lot about her. So anybody in Scotland listening, please do educate me. I'm not one of those people who's going to pretend I know everything and, uh, you know, get all bristly if I'm corrected. Absolutely. Let me know more about how this works with this washer woman. And if I can get enough, you know, more, more accurate information on her, I might do an episode on her as well and give her kind of her own show. But I just don't feel like I've found enough about her to be able to do her story any justice at this point. But I did think she was worth a mention. I'd love to get a wish, but, uh, if I'm, you know, going to suffer some kind of dire consequence for answering her questions wrong, might be better to just let her do her laundry and move on, I guess. So now for the question that you all really wanted to know, this is what you've all been waiting for. As a person of Irish descent, but still being an American myself, do I have a Banshee of my very own? Well... Once upon a Thanksgiving, I do recall one of my uncles talking about the Irish origins of his last name, my mother's maiden name, Duggan. This name used to be pronounced O'Duggan, but has changed over time with the lack of use of the Gaelic language and the Celtic languages, and you know, just a lot of names have changed and evolved throughout history. Um, the name means dark or black, and I will put some of its historic spellings in the show notes um, on Southern Fried Storytime, wordpress.com. But uh, my point that we do come to is that my family does come from one of those O families. Remember the O, Mick, and Mac families are supposed to be the Irish and Scottish families that were more likely to have a Banshee, though certainly not guaranteed by any means. You had to be part of an ancient Irish or Scottish family. So, the point is, being from one of those O families, we may be in the running to have a family banshee, but to find out for sure, first of all, (laughs) I would have to go to my family's ancestral Irish home, if there is such a place, right before somebody in the family dies, which seems like a pretty insensitive reason to skip out on a family funeral, but more importantly and more likely to kind of cut me out of the running my father's name my maiden name comes from Anglo-saxon England so probably no screaming ghost fairy in my future and honestly I I'm totally okay with that. I'm I'm okay with it. It's, I don't know. I think Banshees get kind of a bad reputation. I think a lot of people mistake the call of the Banshee as causing death when really she's kind of prematurely mourning the death of a member of her family. She's not causing it. She's kind of warning that it's about to occur and just kind of getting the whole mourning, heartbreaking process started a little early. So, yeah, she's not she's not a murderous monster. She's just early to the party, if you will. Um, but, yeah, so being as my, my father's surname is English, um, I'm probably not invited to the whole Banshee party thing. Now, uh, my father's surname is interesting as it comes from kind of the borders between Ireland, England, and Scotland, so his surname has been Irish, English, and Scottish at different points in history, depending on who owned that area of the country at any given point. It gets, it gets kind of murky there, but it is primarily an Anglo-Saxon name, so <laughs> probably not receiving a Banshee on that. And, and then my husband's surname is German. So, um, definitely not going to go ahead and continue having a family Banshee from his side, And uh, let's be honest, that would be, at this point, the way in which I would be entitled to one would be through my father or through my husband, because typically in European culture, things are inherited through the male line, not so much through the female line. So I wouldn't be getting a Banshee just because one run might run through my mother's family. So, uh, yeah, I should be getting away pretty safe, (laughs) as should... My brothers, but uh, my uncle's grandfather and my cousin Matthew—they may want to watch out because uh, they're O'Duggins. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I would have to ask my uncles. They're pretty close in following genealogy. They have visited a lot of areas of importance to the family history. I'll have to ask. If we had a family member passing away at the time, if they happened to run into a long-haired, wailing woman while visiting our family's ancestral homes. But uh, myself, I'm while I do have some Irish blood on both sides of my family, uh, apparently my family is not ancient enough, at least in my case, to have a banshee of my very own. Now, I'm not sure if the banshee would follow women in the family whose maiden name comes from that direct line, because if that's true, then my mom, my aunt Brenda, and my aunt or cousin Beth, you know, having the maiden name Dugan might be in the running to still have some connection to a Banshee. Not sure. (laughs) But again, inheritance, as far as being a female in the line can make things a little murky when you're of European heritage. So not sure in general. But, uh, like I said, there are still male members of my family who have Dugan as their last name, so a little more concerned for them. Next time, uh, I know somebody in the family is terminally ill, I'll have to see if they hear from a Banshee. But the Banshees were supposed to have run around the ancestral ruins of that family's home, even if it's, you know, whether it's still a a functional manor or whether it is a ruin. So again, members of my family with the surname Dugan here in the US would be unlikely to know whether they had a banshee because you would have to be right in that ancestral home, right when somebody is passing away. So the hard answer to the question is maybe there's a banshee within my family. We wouldn't know without going back to Ireland. But it would be unlikely to, uh, see itself as attached to me in personally in any way. Best way I can answer that question for you, it's kind of a dodgy one. I'll have to, again, ask my uncle. He would be a better, a better source of information on there. So I don't know if Uncle Terry or Uncle Jerry listen, but if they do, tell me if you've run into a whaling woman. Who knows? Um... Anyway, if you like this show and you want to uh, hear more about different monsters, myths, legends, folklore, fairy tales, please do tune in as often as you have the opportunity. I've got a couple hundred episodes in my backlogs now, so... You know if, if my topic of the day doesn't tickle your interest scroll through see if something else kind of suits your mood at the time this show is brought to you of course by anchor spotify and princess mary thank you all for subscribing and helping to keep this show running and uh, sponsoring it so that it continue to grow to a better future for those who cannot support the show financially but still do want to show your support of course as always liking and subscribing, leaving good reviews on your podcast platforms, and just listening in are the best ways to help me out. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I can't wait to talk to you next time.